Hey everybody, so welcome to the first episode. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. Here we're going to be talking about the beginnings of Stuff'em and I'm going to be getting into more details about really how I started and the different things that I was met with and that will be even from being married previously and that support maybe was not always there but I still went after my goals and my dreams and dealing with adversity with other people and just circumstances so I hope you guys do enjoy this uh there will be more episodes coming soon as I'm not going to be spilling the beans in every single one so I appreciate the support and I hope you enjoy hi everybody uh, my name is Ashley Easton, and I am the creator and founder of Stuff'em Naturals. And I am so excited to be here right now. Even though right at this very moment, I'm actually laying in bed. I have been talking about doing a, podca uh, doing a podcast for a long, long time. And um, it is because of my desperate need to reach out to people who... I know must be going through the same things I've gone through and I love being able to talk about what I'm passionate about so on this channel you'll be able to find just that you'll be able to find a lot about life business hope dreams failures which I don't really like to call failures I like to think of them as a setup for your success and I'm going to be talking about a lot of personal things maybe some private things and I'll be talking a lot about my faith. So I hope that you are prepared to sit down, grab a coffee. If you're in <laughs> listening to this in the morning, grab a tea, a pre-workout, whatever it might be. If you're listening to this during your cardio session, keep going. Do not give up. Or maybe some tea at night. Some nice, warm, cool tea. I'm not sure how you like it. But right now, I'm literally... Uh, can hear this. I've been reading and it is a Monday and I just got off a live video um, on the Stuff of Naturals page. So I am going to just talk a little bit about kind of how I started Stuff'em. And for most of you who I may be forcing <laughs> and begging to listen to this, um, I started Stuff'em back in 2014 because I wanted to create healthier products. Like that was my fundamental goal. And uh, really quick, Stuff'em Naturals is a protein snack company. Just a little sidebar right there. Um, we're a protein snack company that makes fresh products. And I'll get into more detail about that later on, but uh, it's been something that has really changed my life. So. Back in 2014, I believe I was about 25 years old, and I was turning 25 years old. I wasn't even 25 yet. I was uh, young. <laughs> I was married. I got married young. I got married at 21, and I was in a marriage that was just not, it wasn't great. And I had found myself starting different companies. I was a, a military wife at the time, and my husband at the time was, you know, just, just, just had gotten back from deployment and I was a young mom and I had started a few different soap companies at that moment. And, you know, over like, you know, within that, like, I think like the past two years, by that time I was 22, I was still going to school, married. 
out of state away from my family and I was pregnant and I started a soap company. That was my first kind of real bout of entrepreneurship was me realizing that I wanted to work my work for myself because I could not get a job that would keep me because I was pregnant. And um, they knew that they were going to have to let me have leave or something. And, you know, the area that we were in at that time uh, when I was pregnant with Abby was just a small town that was very, very reliant on military. So I started a soap company and I had a lot of fun creating. Like, I loved it. I literally, <laughs> it's funny because I remember my husband telling me back then, you know, and I have to say that it must have, it, it sounded kind of, <sighs> he wasn't the most supportive human being of my dreams and my goals, which, you know, was another reason why this, you know, that didn't work. But that's why it is so, so important, I have to say, for you to find someone who supports you in all of your crazy dreams and aspirations, okay? Uh, but I remember him telling me, you know, to get a hobby because I was really miserable. I was really, really miserable, you know, and when you're miserable, sometimes you take everyone down with you because you just want to find your passion. You want to find your dream. You want to find out what you're good at and what you're going to succeed at. And being a young pregnant mom, you know, soon to be mom and a young pregnant wife in an area that you don't have any family, you become very, very lonely. And, uh, I literally Googled hobbies and soap making came up and, and I got into that at first. And within a week I had created my own website and Facebook page. And I remember him looking at me and being like, you were the only woman I know, or the only person I know who could turn, you know, something into a business overnight. And, you know, the way he said it was kind of like with disdain, but I felt so good about it. Cause I was like, yes. You know, like I did it. it. It made me feel good because I knew I was doing something that it was for, like was for me. Now, let's fast forward a couple years um, to get to stuff them. And, uh, you know, I had done the soaps and, you know, after getting, having Abby, I had to take a break. And, you know, a year, you know, six months had gone by. I moved back down to Florida to be with my family when uh, my ex was getting deployed. And he was gone for almost a year. And during that time, I ended up starting a different soap company that was more of an athletic skincare line. And I was in fitness, you know, I was training, all that kind of stuff. So I was already into fitness. This is where this fitness background comes in. This healthy lifestyle background comes in because I was already into that from a younger age. You know, dealing with chronic uh, pain. I have fibromyalgia. Uh, and you know, stomach issues, I had to find ways to help alleviate my pain naturally and working out did that for me. And then of course with the weight gain, being pregnant, uh, I got into CrossFit and then later on into bodybuilding. So when I got into more of the bodybuilding type after my ex had come back from deployment and you know, I was really realizing that, you know, I had lost a lot of weight and he wanted to stay healthier and he was like, you know, these protein bars, like they kind of don't taste great. And there were brands that I was finding that I really loved, like, at the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were, I say like a lot. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> um, at the time, there were these brands that were making really good, delicious protein bars. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And, and everybody was. Everyone across the nation. And I think it was because this was a brand that really blew up. And they had a really great recipe in the beginning. And then I want to say within like a year or two, I feel like it changed. 
So that's actually what really started it for me is I was finding these products that are still so popular now, but because they're so mass produced and their ingredients changed or their ingredients, just to be honest, are not very good for you. Uh, I was having a lot of stomach issues. So by the spring of 2014, I was no longer doing soaps. I had kind of gotten burnt out with the whole skincare thing. I had had a company that was uh, private labeling and that I was also selling privately, but I kind of gave up on it. I had a really bad negative situation happen, and that was an instance for me that I realized that giving up just is not how you need to be in life. Like, you can't just give up on your dreams or your goals. And even though I could say that I gave up on something, it had taught me a lesson for later on in life. So basically, don't give up. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that if I wouldn't have given up that it would have worked out. No, I'm not saying that. But it led me to, to really understand that. I could not keep starting things and not finish them. And when I look back on my life, I see that a lot where I would procrastinate because that that's honestly, you know, you guys, I'm not type A. I, I hate to break it to you. That's just not where my brain goes is to be the most organized OCD type A, like boom, boom, boom. That's not where my brain naturally goes. Me having to kind of think about things ahead of time and write it down. That's something I've had to train myself to do now. So by 2014, uh, I was, of course, still into fitness and my marriage was kind of going to shambles, to be honest with you. It was just, it was, I was very, very unhappy and I was sad and heartbroken because, you know, I wanted things to work out. So I think actually in an attempt to try to like do things. I was like, you know, like, let me create a product for him. Like, let me create a product for other people. Like, let me do something and, you know, show this person I'm good at something. I don't know. It's a lot, you know, a lot of different things. Um, and I created the first product, which was this coconut protein ball kind of thing. And I say and a lot. And there it is happening again. So I created these protein coconut ball things and they were so delicious. Okay. I'm so biased. It's all good. And I came home from work one day because at that time I was actually working part time for a, for an insurance company. So that was another like corporate kind of job I was getting and I was completely miserable. I knew that it wasn't what I wanted to do, but we needed extra money. So my mom would help watch Abby part time and I would work from, I think it was like 7 or 8 until like 12.30 or 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And then I could be home with Abby. So I started making these little balls. And they were amazing. They really were. But we had to freeze them in order to keep them from melting because we I used organic coconut oil. So my ex was the first person to try it. He loved it. And then I started this where I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to bring these to the gym. And I'm going to try them. Like, I'm going to make people try these, right? Like, duh. This is how my brain thinks, apparently. Like, that's how I talk to myself. I'm like, you can totally do this, girl. Like, make a few different flavors, wrap them, or put them in a cute, like, little... I think I put them in, like, those mini muffin, you know, wrappers. You know what I'm talking about? I placed them in there, and I put them in a little bakery box, and I brought them in. No company name, of course. Like, that, there was, that was not even the thing. I was just like, I wanted the people to try these. So I brought them in there, and I just, like, started shoving them in people's faces. And they're like... What is it? I'm like, I don't know. Just stuff them in your face. Just stuff them in your face. I kid you not. I said that every single day. I would come home from work and I would be more excited just to get home to make these things and bring them to people. And within like, I think a couple days, people were like, 
can I order some of these? Like, I'd like to get my own batch. And that literally, like, my heart, my brain, everything lit up. And I was like, yeah, of course, what do you want? And I'll bring them to you on this day. So I started meeting people outside of the gym to do that. And it was kind of weird because this is not like a little story that I talk about often, but that gym that I was going to, which I went to, by the way, for a long time, and I was really happy there. It was, you know, it was a great facility. It worked out well. I had asked the people there if I could bring my products in to set up because they were like, yeah, you know, these are great. You can have like a little setup for member appreciation. Uh, my ex came with me and, you know, we did like a little, like a little display. I'll be honest with you. Wasn't the best display. I can still see it in my head, me having to keep all of those little coconut balls. Like I, I must've made like a hundred or 150 of these little ball things in layers. And we brought a cooler to keep them cold so they wouldn't melt. And I had a, like, like different flavors by then already. I think a month, like a month had passed. And I was like, yes, I had come up with a company name only because I remembered what I kept telling people. And that was to stuff them in their face. <laughs> And I think about that, and it's so funny because that really is authentically why I did it. It was, stuff from doesn't mean anything. You know, like the word, it doesn't mean anything. But now it does. To me, like, it means, it means everything. It means all these different things, you know. It doesn't just mean cookies, brownies, truffles, you know, all this stuff. It means hope, dreams, a beginning, you know. So, um, tastiness, it means tastiness to me, too. So anyway, I, uh, we're doing like this, just like this display and people are loving the products and we're giving, I don't know if we were allowed to sell them. I think we were allowed to, I apologize guy, you know, guys, by the way, for, uh, let me see if I can turn this down really quick. One second. Okay. I'm going to turn that down and see if that works. I'm sorry, you guys. Um, so I, I don't know if we were able to sell them. Like the gym was being kind of weird. Cause I know that they had like a little deli there, like a little deli smoothie bar place. And my goal, by the way, was to have them want to bring my products into their little space in their cooler and sell them. Right. Like that was really my goal. It was, it was to like be a part of it. So I want to say within a week or two after that, cause there was a really good response and I wasn't taking payment in the gym. I made sure of that. Um, I had a manager come up to me when I was walking into the gym to work out and they were like, Hey, you can't bring your products in here anymore. You can't do this, this and that. And I was like, what? And it was because they were threatened by me. <laughs> like my little coconut ball things like threatened people. So that was the first time I had felt like a pushback. And, and I think that's just important to state because that was literally just the inception of stuff them. And someone already saw and that's what I truly believe is somebody already saw that it could be something amazing. But instead of people being a part of it and helping you and being really good people, they end up pushing you down. Well, you should probably know me by now. <laughs> if you're listening to this, you might know me a little bit. Um, if you're following our Instagram and, you know, and everything else that I did not do that. I was like, okay, fine. You're going to be like that. I'm going to keep going after my dreams. This isn't going to be the place for me. So... I very quickly did research and while I was still working part-time for that insurance company and I had told my ex-husband, you know, I say ex-husband, I'm just going to call him my ex, you guys, just work with me on that. I had told my ex at the time 
that I was like, I'm really miserable. Like, I want to do stuff. Um, I want to make this work. I'm only a cottage food company. In the state of Florida, uh, you can only, I think it's like, you can only have 15000 in sales for the whole year from home if you're producing a food product from home. You have to sell it directly to the consumer. You can't, I don't think you can even sell it in stores or like in a shop or anything like that technically. Um, you could, you have to literally bring it to, I think, I don't know. I have to, I have to think about that. I'd have to look it up again. I think maybe you could sell like at a bakery or something. I don't know, but it was a very, very limited amount. And I was like, that's not going to work, right? Like that's, that's not going to work for me. I'm thinking big here. I'm thinking people need to try these delicious treats that are better for them. They're high in protein. They've got healthy fat and low carb. Like this is going to be baller. That's my mind once again. And, uh, my ex really wasn't on board to be honest. He was really, you know, he was really not that supportive of it. Like he thought they were tasty, but he was kind of, I don't know. I always kind of knew that he was just kind of like weird about it. You know, the problem was that he was unhappy with his job. And I think he was just unhappy with being married young, which, you know, life lessons right there, by the way, is just think about it a little bit longer. (laughs) Um, but I had tried my, I, you know, I, I did, I had tried my best to be a good wife and a mother. And I was like, Hey, I want to be a supporter of the family too. Like I really want to help. But that was another reason that was like hard for me in life too, because I constantly felt like I was getting a pushback from the person who should have been supporting me the most. So as like personal things are happening and I'm unhappy there, I feel like I'm fulfilling a goal and a dream, you know, a God given purpose in some way, shape or form. I just kept going for it and I did research and I found out that I had to move into a commercial kitchen space in order to, you know, work on the next steps of my dream, which were to be online. I had joined Instagram that year and I was like, you know, I see all these people on here showing products like I can do that. So I had contacted this commercial kitchen um, that's here in Naples that is a, it was a shared kitchen space. So that meant that other businesses also use this space as well. And the woman that was, like, it was hers, it was her, like, commercial kitchen, let's say, equipment that was in this space. She was very, very kind, and she was always very graceful, and she showed me a lot of grace. And I will forever be grateful for her. Uh, I, you know, met her. I met with her and she had told me how it would work. Like you have to pay for your food permit. You have to get permitted at that location and all that stuff. And I was so ready for it, you guys. I was like, yes, this is it. And, um, certain things that happened, you know, in my, you know, in my marriage and it got to a point where, you know, I was like, you know what? I don't know what's going to happen, but. I'm going to still try to be a good wife and a mom and all this stuff. And I'm going to be a business owner and I'm going to make this work. So reluctantly, my ex was like, okay, fine. You know, you can do this. And I was like, yeah, okay. It's it's our joint account. I'm going to do it. Like this is, this is important to me. Um, I ended up quitting my job at the insurance company because I wasn't really making anything and I was really miserable. And I want to state that I, I don't think everyone should just go and quit. But one, I, I, you know, I do want to state that I was not the breadwinner and, you know, I was not able to bring in a whole lot because it was part time. And I really was like, I felt like my soul was just getting sucked out. So I, I did work at it. You know, I was doing stuff for, I think three or four months before I quit. And I was like, okay, I need to be able to have access to a commercial kitchen. 
I need to be able to get on Instagram, build a website. And I did that within like a week. I literally started in, I remember starting my first day there. I will always remember that first day there. And, um, I had then within, I think that summer had been met with more adversity, which was kind of crazy to think about. And it was from people that were actually working in that commercial kitchen. And they were like, there were people that it's kind of crazy. I kind of forget about this stuff now talking about it to myself, hoping that someone hears this, uh, this is, I think, really essential for me to tell you guys the story of Stuffem. Like, really, the things that I've gone through as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, and as just a dreamer. Let's just be honest. Like, I'm, I'm a dreamer. And uh, there was another catering company. Well, there was a catering company that was working there. They're, they were considered a catering company. They were a meal prep company. And they made food um, for you know, people obviously, duh, but they meal prepped for people and they were actually doing it for the gym. So the gym I was going to, they had, they were in business with their different locations. And I had found out that one of the, like the location I was training at, they also had their meals there and they looked really good, like and delicious and great. So they were working out of the same commercial space as I was. And we all were there at the same time. There was just obviously different tables that we had to reserve and we got charged hourly for our prep time. So for our cooking and baking time. And I kid you not, the first week I was in there in, in like production of my own little thing. They were there. They were there and they had one of their employees watching what I was doing. Without me kind of recognizing it, to be honest, I was very, very naive. I didn't think that people were going to be malicious and mean. You know, like... Like, who's going to, like, spy on what I'm doing? They're doing their own thing. They're successful. You know, like, I'm this this one-woman show that's just making these little coconut balls, and they're so delicious. And uh, by the next week, I had walked into the gym, and I had seen that they had coconut-styled protein ball balls in little plastic containers, and they were in the cooler at that gym. And I remember walking past there, and I was just... I was floored and I was crushed and I realized that I needed to protect my business and protect my product. So I had started planning on not being there when they were there. And I, cause I, because you know, like I could see ahead of time, I was able to schedule it through this program and I was like, okay, I'm just going to go when they're not there because like, how am I going to, you know what? I'm going to get a completely separate table. And I'm going to just, obviously, separate table, but I'm going to, you know, turn my back on them and, and make sure that they're not spying. Because they did. They had this chick walking around my table, smiling at me. And I'm just, like, mixing up my recipes, you know, and going about my day and, like, smiling from ear to ear because I'm the happiest person in the world. Because I'm like, yo, dreams are coming true. Hey, like, that's what I'm thinking. Um... And I remember telling the, the woman that was, uh, that owned the place, you know, she, you know, was running it. I remember telling her because she ended up being someone I could talk to and she really didn't like them. Like, I'm not, that's why I'm not saying people's names, but she really didn't like them because they turned out to be really, really like bad. Like at, how do I say? Uh, they became, they became not so nice clients for her and they became, a, you know, a nuisance and, it had some legal issues. So all this stuff was going to happen later on that. I, of course, 
I, I couldn't foresee, but I did foresee that they were kind of unethical, you know? So I was like, okay, I'm going to protect stuff. I'm in my products. And those were the only products I had. Uh, and that summer I was working on moving into stores. Like I was already, I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to create some new products. I was actually making these mini protein muffins. I had launched on Instagram. I had gotten some orders, you know, very, 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 very rare. Like it was, I'm not kidding you, maybe a few a week. Um, and I was like, that's not enough. Like I have a rent to pay. Like I have to make sure I can grow my business. So uh, back then Instagram was a lot different too. You could just post pictures and they would just go to everyone that followed you. And I have to be honest, I kind of miss those days. Um, but it was... It was a really, really, you know, it was a long summer. I remember working day and night. You know, I was still staying at home with Abby then, but that meant that I could work at home. Like, I could, like, plan stuff out, then go to the kitchen and cook. And I was figuring out packaging because I had realized that I was trying to do setups, like, at different local stores here, like natural food stores. And I had done different setups. I had then my protein muffins and my little coconut balls, and they were all cute. Um... But I had realized that my packaging, because when I tried to ship them, it was just a hot mess, like 50 shades of melted people, like even friends of mine, they were trying to be supportive. They'd order it. I had stuck them. <laughs> I am not kidding you. I cannot tell you how many different types of packaging I got. Cause I was like, no, these are coconut balls. They should just be, you know, I'm going to ship them with a cooling, you know, with ice packs and it's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to work out. It's going to be great. Nothing's going to go wrong. Well, you know, ice packs melt too. <laughs> so I'd individually wrap each of these little balls and then I slid them into a macaroon tube. You can go Google those. <laughs> like a little macaroon tube. It looked really cool, kind of. But I remember people emailing me and it was just like, that's another thing you learn. Customer service right there, man. Like people emailing me and they were like, um, so it's kind of just a mess. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, what am I going to do? So I was like, I need to put like, I need to, you know, change this recipe a little bit. And I need to put it like in a container. So that's how it already evolved from just like a three or four month period. And those little coconut balls turned into what is now considered our fit spread. Now at that time, I had named it our protein cookie dough, which is funny because we actually have a protein cookie dough now, which is a completely different consistency, has different ingredients. But at that time, I was like, this is kind of like cookie dough. You know, it's kind of thick and it's spoonable, like it's delicious. Um, and, you know, that's something people can like relate to, blah, blah, blah. I was doing my own labeling for real, my own labeling. I had somehow had this company online, you know, create the first real stuff of Natural's logo throwback right there, man. I think I have it somewhere on my computer too. I, I you know, one day I got to show you guys, <laughs> make sure you're following stuff of Natural's on Instagram. Maybe one day I'll throw back to like retro times, but, uh, I was doing all of my own labels. So I was using these like thinner deli tubs to pack the product in. I was taking pictures and I was at that time doing customizing. So I was really customizing it for people. So if people wanted to have two different flavors in one container, we could do that. If they wanted to add this, this, and that, 
they could do that. So I started like a club where it was a monthly membership where you could do that. You could still order it individually, but if you had the monthly membership, you could customize it. Well, this led into me dealing with another bout of adversity through social media. And my little page was growing and I had people kind of seeing what I was doing and I had reached out to a, like, I guess an athlete who was a bodybuilder and a uh, wrestler. And I had reached out to him and I was like, Hey, uh, you look, you know, like you're like, you're in shape. You look awesome. Uh, I'd love to just send you the product to try if you don't mind. And if you do, if you don't want it, I totally get it. It's fine. And he was so kind enough that he, you know, he was like, yeah, it sounds great. Thanks so much. I did not realize no joke that he was sponsored supposedly by this other company who made a product called Protein Cookie Dough. Yeah, let's just see where this leads off into. Now, this is not something I, li- I literally haven't spoken about this publicly since this happened. So, what's this year? We're in 2019. So, 50. Wow. Five years. I had a count on my fingers. That's literally what I just did. And uh, so five years ago this fall, so it's already been five years ago, uh, I remember one night I had, well, oh, that that guy, and I'm not going to say his name just because of, you know, for privacy reasons, but he's a great, great guy. And I'm so, so happy for him. Life has been amazing for him. It's amazing. Moving on. So um, he actually posted about the product on, and like, and, and the company on Instagram. And he said, thank you so much for sharing. This stuff's delicious. And I was like, wow, that's so great. Like I was genuinely so humbled and happy. And I believe it was about two days later, I woke up and I woke up to all of these messages, these very mean, horrible messages from, I guess it's a bunch of people that this woman who she had this, you know, like I said, like this cookie dough company or something like she was said she was supposedly making healthy cookie dough. And all of a sudden, it's all this hate mail and all of this hate messages, I guess you'd say, and people telling me to shut down my company because I'm a fraud and all of these crazy things. And I was like, oh my gosh, I almost had a heart attack. Like, I remember I called up my ex and he was at work and he was like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I was like, I'm not okay. I am not okay. Um, This person, like these people are bullying me. They were like being vipers and I could not believe how hateful they were being. And I didn't want to get, you know, this guy involved who had just shared the product. He was just being nice about it. I wasn't saying that he was sponsored, nothing. So, and he had considered our products different like they were. So I looked on her, on her, um, business page and I saw that she was making this protein cookie dough for people, selling it as a cheat meal or something. And the base ingredients, which she was not stating by the way, and that's illegal no matter what. And I knew all the like the legalities, even though we were in different states. And I'm like, my Lord, like she's she's using I have to be honest. And this is just me being honest with you guys. And that's why I actually don't even remember her company name. I don't even think she's around anymore. But this was something that really deeply affected me emotionally, where I was like, this person wants me to close my business because I'm threatening her like she thinks I'm a threat. So I looked and I saw that she was selling stuff like she said she was making like protein cookie dough and it was out of her home kitchen and she was shipping it to people and it had a base of like pudding packs, like 
you know, like the instant pudding, that. So she was making pudding, like instant pudding packs with a cookie dough, some type of cookie dough base, which was not clean. It wasn't clean. It didn't have like natural ingredients at all. And then she'd customize for people, which sounds familiar, doesn't it? And she'd add Oreos and all this other stuff to it. And I was like, oh, good gosh, like we're nothing alike. We're not even using the same ingredients. So it got to a point very, very quickly within that day where I was so distraught and I had actually, you know, I knew some people in like the... So I uh, I knew some people, and by the way, if you heard the barking, that was Mr. Bubba Man. Hey. So I knew some people in like the legal realm and I was like, hey, is what I'd like, did I do something wrong? What, you know, what, what should I do? And they were like, no, what they're doing is cyberbullying. It's illegal what they're doing and you can report them. So I actually had to literally message this person who, if I didn't mention, I didn't mention this. She took my photos off of my Instagram page, took them without my permission, posted them on her page and blasted me and said, hashtag, is this real life? Making fun of me and what I was doing. And I was like, oh, come on, man. Like, that's just like straight up rude. And I said, listen, like, I was very respectful. And I was like, listen, you and I are running two different businesses. Like, I'm making an all-natural, gluten-free product. And I make it fresh for people and I ship it out. And I said, we don't even have the same ingredients. We don't have any of that. Like, none of that's happening. So what you're doing is wrong. And, you know... I can send you a cease and desist letter like for real I can do that because it's defamation of character and you're also what you're saying about my company is a lie and I never thought I'd have to do that not even a year into my business I didn't think that that I would have to already be like defending myself because this person was wanting me to like shut down and she was sending trolls my way but the funny thing was is that because of what happened her own followers started stopped following her and followed me and left her messages and was telling her that she was being extremely childish. And they were like, so because of the way you're behaving is why you're going to lose people. And this is why you're not going to work. And now listen, I don't, of course, I never would wish that on anybody. But I do feel, I do know what goes around comes around. If you're negative, if you're mean, if you're hateful, if you're envious, if you're jealous, and you can't be happy for people and their success or for what they're doing and let them have their own thing. Like if you don't think there's enough room to grow for everybody, then you're just not going to grow ever. So I think within like a day or so, she ended up posting this very open-ended apology and wanted it to all go away. She wanted everyone to forget about what she had done. And I had moved on. And because of that, what happened, I actually ended up getting a ton of business. So it was close to the holiday season and by that next January, February, so over the next few months, we kept getting business. People kept hearing about us and that spring I had a huge growth spurt. So I had to work into other things. So I'm actually going to end this episode just right here and I'm going to leave a note so that I can talk about the next part of the first year of stuff I'm with you guys and I'm going to talk to you guys more about their realities of business because a lot of it became a blur to me with some things like creating product but I'll get more into that as well but I want to talk to you guys about is the people that come into your life that maybe only come in for a very very short period of time but they can make a long impact on you 
and how you are in the future and how you hmm and how you succeed and how you deal with opposition, negativity and adversity. So I'm going to just check out right here. I hope you guys have enjoyed this first episode. I hope you have found it informational and I thank you for listening. I thank you so much for your support. Make sure to uh, stay in touch. Follow us on Instagram, on Facebook. We have two different Facebook pages, Stuff I'm Naturals and Stuff I'm Naturals Protein Snacks. Uh, you can always visit our website and make sure you download our app for super easy shopping, both on the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. Uh, you can find Stuff I'm Naturals, download, and you'll be notified about all the different fun stuff that we're doing, new launches, app exclusives, and just more information about us. All right. Thank you so much, guys. Talk to you soon.